Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jessica Benson is the host of Rise and Grind, part of the Grizz Radio Network here on 92.9 FM ESPN. And she has already voted. We're so proud of you. You didn't vote today, right? You voted like three weeks ago. No, I voted a week ago. I was not going to get stuck waiting in lines. I got it done. But if you didn't get it done, you should go do it now, today. Isn't there like a, uh, I don't know, it's weird. When I vote, like I do, I feel this, and it, maybe it's like, power. It's, 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 it's not like, it's not power, but it's like, it, it's, it's gratefulness. It's weird. It's like I, I get to like have a, you know, however big or small it is, you know, people will always tell you like, your vote matters. I'm like, I'm in Tennessee. No, it doesn't. You know, but, 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 but there is a, there is a sense of like, you know, you look around the world and the world is a certain, in a certain state and condition, but like the, the fact that you get to like have your say and, and, and punch that button on the candidate that you believe in, like there is something, there is something emotional about that, isn't there? Or, or maybe that's just yeah. my weird brain. No, I agree. I think it's really sweet isn't the right word, but it is sweet. And it's something that everyone should remember. I, I know a lot of people echo the sentiments that you just said, where it's like, oh man, it doesn't matter, but it does. And it's the only thing you can do. It's one of the great things about, you know, living in a democracy as we do. And it, it's so important to go out and exercise your vote and really have the opportunity to at least do your small part in playing a role in the bigger picture. So if you haven't gone out and voted yet, uh, go out and do it. It's, it's easy. You get a sticker. Who doesn't love a sticker? We don't get nearly enough stickers in adulthood anyway. We used to always get stickers. So go out and get it done. That was a tough ask of the Grizzlies last night, wasn't it, Jess? In, oh, in it all sure fairness, was. third game in four nights, you know, back to back, you're down Steven Adams and essentially, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were just a little bit too much. Isn't that what it all boils down to, essentially? Absolutely, and we're far past the point of moral victories with this team. Like, this isn't about moral victories. This team is good, frankly. That's what they are. But eventually, when you're dealing with attrition and injuries and when it comes for not one, but your two big men now being without Steven Adams and without Jaron Jackson Jr., it was just too tough last night coming off of another dense part of the schedule that just continues to – sandwich pack a bunch of games together it doesn't necessarily get a lot easier but the Celtics were the most complete team that the Grizzlies have faced this season they're the defending Eastern Conference champs for a reason Jason Tatum is phenomenal I thought he came into this building with a point to prove as 
He wants his name to be involved in the way too early. It's, it's still November, people, but MVP race. And what he and, and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, in terms of how long they've played together as a unit, you see what it can look like for the Grizzlies in the future. It's not like the Grizzlies are that far behind. And I think they play to a similar level, but just it was yet another learning opportunity for the Grizzlies. So like, you don't want to be like, ah, they can learn from every loss, but you really can and there's only so much you can do when you're down two pretty big players. You throw in Dyer Williams as well. You just want to get healthy right now. Like there was a there was a, a point last night where, um, and I, really, I I locked into the Grizzlies once it became pretty obvious that 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 the Tigers were not going to drop that game to Vanderbilt. And as I was doing it, you know, it, I'm, I'm coming in. John and, and Tatum are, are are trading buckets. It's like a, it's a high level fireworks show, and it just struck me that. This is every night with the Grizzlies. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's not like this is a once in a, you know, month kind of a game here when Mike Conley had the 40 points against the Spurs in the playoffs and it was great and we loved it. Like Ja and the Grizzlies do some version of this every single night. And it's just like it, it's in, it's so special and I, you know, I, it, it's hard to soak in, but like the degree of specialness that that is that you can turn it on on a random freaking Monday night and Jaws trading barbs with the best in the NBA night to night. Like, that's that's incredibly special, and you cannot take it for granted. Yeah, and that's because he is amongst the best in the NBA at this point. Like, he's not growing into that role. He is very full-fledged, embraced that. And I think it's, it's funny that we – you almost do start to take it for granted just because it becomes – so regular, but last night he has 38 rebounds, nine assists. He's flirting out there with a 30 point triple double. And yes, it's in a loss, and he's always going to be the first to say, like, oh, it means nothing unless it's a win at the end of the night. But I think I saw your tweet about the move, the spin move around Grant Williams. I mean, you're just, your jaw drops, literally, once a, at least once a game when it comes to what John Morant is doing out there. I think we've taken for granted how solid he has become as a three-point shooter. We don't even flinch when he pulls up from three. It looks so natural. He makes five triples last night. Uh, just everything that continues to make him a complete player for this team, it is really special, and I certainly feel grateful that I get to watch it live and in person. Uh, Grizzlies' next game is Wednesday at San Antonio, but in, in two of the next four games, you know, I, I, I stopped short of calling them statement games, but but they're against Minnesota, and they're, they're at New Orleans. Of those two teams, Jess, and I think – you know, right now, five and six, five and five for both of them. Which of the two are you more concerned about? Just in terms of as it relates to the Grizzlies, who's the bigger threat? And, and I'm not just talking about in these regular season games. I mean, I mean on the season, which of those two are you more concerned about? Yeah, I'm still riding with the Pelicans in terms of being a bigger threat ultimately. Yeah. They were kind of my sleeper pick. I can't even call it a sleeper. As long as Zion Williamson remains healthy and is on that court with Brandon Ingram, with C.J. McCollum, uh, the continuing emergence of Herb Jones is one of the best young defenders in the league, and obviously we know what Jonas Valanciunas can do. I just think they're more of a complete team, and then they have that star in, in what Zion can be similar to what Jaw can level the Grizzlies up into. When it comes to what's going on in Minnesota right now, and, and we'll see if Rudy Gobert is out of health and safety protocols by the time the Timberwolves come into the FedEx Forum on Friday, but it was always a matter of, okay, how does Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns function mm. together as one? And they're still figuring things out, and I'm, I'm not entirely sure it ever gets figured out. I think Anthony Edwards is tremendous. He's one of my favorite young players to watch in the league. I think coming out of the playoffs last year, it was like, oh, this could set up some really fun matchups between the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves and, and a budding young rivalry. Uh, I'm just not sure they have the totality of the pieces in place to ultimately – 
achieve what they were going after in that giant Gobert trade that had all of us raise our eyebrows. We're talking to Jessica Benson. Join us every Tuesday here on the show, Catcher on Rise and Grind, Catcher on the Grizz Radio Network. All right, moving on to uh, Memphis basketball, the Tigers here. Um, they yeah. they go on the road. They get a win, and uh, it was relatively drama-free. That's nice, right? That's, I think that's my biggest takeaway is it just feels, it feels good. Like yesterday in the college basketball world, and it was really hard to balance between the full slate of college games. You had 15 games in the NBA. You had Monday Night Football. It's just everything and everything going on all at once. But when you look at Memphis, they just they took care of business. And we weren't sure what exactly the situation would be. It just There was a certain air of mystery surrounding this team and certainly some things to clean up, especially how Vandy was able to get back into it in the second half. But I was just impressed with how DeAndre Williams and Kendrick Davis are ultimately going to function as a veteran, solid duo for the team, two players that you can count on on any given night. And I'm excited to see them continue to grow. I will always root for Alex Lomax ever since the days of covering him at East High School. So to see him out there, get his 10-point, 10-rebound, double-double, and only two turnovers, uh, emphasis on that last night too. I just think it's a great start to a season that's coming off a stretch of, of good times. I don't want to jinx it, but from the NCAA tournament to everything that comes down with the IARP going as good as humanly possible to the huge recruiting wins from over the weekend, things just seem to be in a pretty stable place. I got a message from Boogie Ellis, and it said pain. Oh, my God. After a season-opening <laughs> loss, 74-61, to his old Florida Gulf Coast team, Andy Enfield. My goodness, Jessica, I didn't know if we were going to address this today with you, but I, I think we've got to. We've got to hold you accountable. Uh, I totally agree. You know, I made the mistake of this morning on Rise and Grind. I was going through the, the top 25 scores yesterday, and they all handedly blew out the variety of, of easy-peasy games they had night one. And yep. I, had, I had fallen asleep and, and not seen the end of the USC game. The last I had seen, Boogie Ellis had made the, the first basket of the season. It felt like I had this Memphis-USC Connection forever and always, and then I'm rolling through scores, and obviously USC's not ranked, but you lose to Florida Gulf Coast, which was a bit of a shock to start the season in Los Angeles. But it's okay. It's all right. It's game one. No college basketball season was ever lost on night one, and that is what I will stand with. Uh, all right. Give me your, uh, give me your prediction for uh, the top four, the, the college football playoff. Who's it going to be? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's, we, 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 don't, we don't have to. I mean, Oregon's not making it. Doesn't matter. Let's see. But okay, see, that's the thing. You're you're talking to someone who will always somehow find a way to say, but what if a one-loss Oregon team, or what if USC were able to control their destiny and beat Oregon in a Pac-12 championship game? I digress. It will most likely be Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and I'm rolling with TCU. I think the Big 12 is wild and weird, but yep. I think they get past Texas this week, and I think Max Duggan has that offense in a really solid place right now. So if I had to say it today, that's the four, but just know I am I am hoping and praying, as always, that the West Coast will find a way to be represented some way, somehow. I appreciate you saying that because we have a lot of haters. We have a lot of TCU. We have a lot of Horn Frog haters around here, uh, namely my partner. He just hated on TCU every single week, doesn't believe him, doesn't trust him. You know, at some point, they're, they are still undefeated. They're about to lose. They are still undefeated, so, you know. It feels – Jason, I, it feels fragile. Like, it just the turnaround that Sonny Dykes has been able to do for this team, it feels like there's absolutely no way that they can go the rest of the season. But if they get past Texas and it's Baylor, it's Iowa State, um, I don't know. It just feels like things are, are trending in a direction where I'm ready to believe in the Horned Frogs. What about Ryan Silverfield? Can he turn it around? 
kind of not sure about that one. Okay. Less of a less of a place of belief right now. Now that was that was a really tough one to watch over the weekend, and to know that now you have a Thursday night game against Tulsa. Um, the crowd situation could be a bit dim at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium on Thursday. You just hate to see it. It would have been wonderful to send either Houston or UCF or, God forbid, both of them off to the Big 12 with a big fat loss. Uh, and instead, you have two pretty devastating ways of going the opposite direction. And why you go off for it on 4th and 16, I am still trying to figure it out here. I was going, hours later. I was going to ask you that. Just make sure that everybody in the entire world would have kicked it at fourth and sixteen. You're 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 with yeah. us on that one, all right. <laughs> I, I screamed adamantly at my television of a variation of expletives of what are you doing in this moment? And he said, you know, wasn't looking for analytics. Yeah, it's clear because it just seems like one of those overthinking and not thinking at the same time, mm-hmm. maybe. It was just bad. Fundamentally, if you were, and I know, and I realize this is this is very difficult. It's a difficult position to be in, and I know nobody on this show uh, envies it. But if you were Laird Veach right now, and you know, <clears throat> let's presume they get a bowl. Let's let's uh, presume they get to a bowl. They get bowl eligibility. What 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 goes into your decision making here? Is there a decision to be made? Um, like if you if you're Laird, what are you evaluating right now? I mean, you look at. Unfortunately, that decision to go for it on fourth and sixteen. Like I know it's just one play in, in the midst of many, but you can start looking at a, a trend of decisions and a trend of games where you just didn't live up to expectations. My thing with it is, is you just never know. The grass is not always greener on the other side, and is there still something left to be to be brought out of Ryan Silverfield as head coach at the University of Memphis? And that's on Laird Beach to ultimately decide. That's on also monitoring the situation. Is there somebody out there that you feel would obviously do a better job and that's where it, it's complicated you never know how it's going to go i'm still rooting on him to lead this team to bowl eligibility this season but it feels a little bleak coming out of this last weekend a four-game losing streak is never fun to be a part of and it would be so strange for memphis at this point in the trajectory of of the program to miss a bowl i can't even imagine jessica appreciate you as thank always thank you so much jess fight on thank you guys have a good one yeah, you too she is jessica benson joins us every single tuesday here on the show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.